Welcome to the Happy on Purpose podcast. This is Sandy Waggett. And this is TJ Sweet. Hey, Sandy. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Good, good. Welcome back. It's been, I'm excited to, for the listeners to hear uh, this week uh, what we're going to be talking about. And um, hopefully they listen to what we did last time about uh, courage, because I'm excited about this week about talking about purpose. Yeah, it's going to be be a a good conversation. It's going to go all over the place, but it's all going to go in the same direction. Yeah, well, I mean, the podcast is called Happy on Purpose, right? So That's right. That's the goal. That's the goal. Yeah. So talk to me about what purpose means to you. Yeah. So purpose for me is is the the one thing I think about all the time. It's the the value and the why and the substance behind what I do and why I do it. And um, truthfully, it's, it's something that, that does give me courage, um, you know, kind of right off the top, because it makes me realize that what I'm doing is something that's bigger than myself and, and other people need um, me to be doing that. That's kind of what I feel like I'm meant to do on this earth. And it makes me read more and do more and give more of that discretionary effort, uh, which we'll talk about at some point along our journey here. But, um, but it really is just how can I make a positive difference in this world is kind of what, how I view my purpose. But uh, I'm super excited to dive into this with you. But go ahead. I would love to hear how you define purpose and how it shows up for you in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think one of the things that we all have in common is, you know, we tend to ask ourselves, you know, what are we, what are we here for? What's, hmm. what's our purpose in life? And so for me, purpose is clarity. Um, and as you were describing purpose for you, I heard clarity, you know, you know, exactly what you're here for, what you want to, what you want to accomplish and who you want to serve. And, um, you know, it took me a long time to find that clarity in my life. And I, and I believe it also shifts through our lives, right. Through the different phases of our lives. So, you know, you can define your purpose today and 10 years from now, it, it's probably going to be different or at least shift a little, expand, hopefully, you know, as, as you grow, but clarity, it comes to clarity for me. Um, you know, yeah, that's it. That's what it is for me. Yeah. It's hard to find. It makes it sound so easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think you bring up a great point there and, and cause I want to kind of get your thoughts on what it feels like to be happy on purpose or just really living on purpose. But when you just said it's, it's something to find, right. Um, That's what I find. That's one thing that I've recognized too, when I use that word find, but it's actually something that I've already um, found. I just haven't realized it yet. You know, it's almost like, you know, again, that sense of self and sense of self-awareness, you don't necessarily change when all of a sudden that purpose hits you. You know, you didn't come up, come across it on the sidewalk, you know, but it's something that's already inside of you. And that's what I hope that the listeners kind of find some value in, because a lot of people think, how do I, how do I even find my purpose? Right. And I know we'll dive into that, um, but it's something to where, like, if we can lose that thought of find and more realize. I love that. Yeah. yeah I love that. I haven't heard that one before, but I absolutely love that. So yeah. You know, when when I got into the whole purpose um, 
discovery session with my coach, one of the things that she asked me to do that I found really helpful that our listeners might find helpful too, just really simply starting with thinking about three words that define who you want to be or how you want other people to see you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I started out with three, and I can't even remember the words I started out with, honestly. Um, and then she challenged me to go bigger. So, you know, your initial words are going to be, um, they're going to come out with that whole self-limiting thought too, right? So I would challenge, challenge you to, when you come up with your initial three words, that's great. Mm. Then step away and come back the next day and challenge yourself to take those three words and go bigger. So my three words are transformative, inspiring, and bold. So those mm. are the, and that's, those are my three words. And you can see, I started my, that, you know, the company that goes with transform and inspire that came from two of my three words. And then the bold part was actually having the courage to do it. Right. And so, and then there's this whole exercise that we're going to talk about that I went through on um, how to, you know, actually write, write out your purpose statement, but that's really where the journey started for me was that challenge of just coming up with three words. What would your three words be just out of curiosity? I'm just going to put you on the spot. I don't know if you've thought about it because we haven't talked about it. (laughs) Well, uh, no, I appreciate that because I guarantee every listener is probably doing the same thing right now. (laughs) Uh, If we could reach out, we'd ask you all too, but uh, write these down, right? These words matter, but, uh, you know, grateful, loving, and serving are, are three things that if I can show the world what that looks like, not encourage people to be that, but show that and then me be that, and then go first. But grateful, loving, and serving for me would is so connected to my purpose. Um, you know, there's empowering and inspiring and motivating and all those things as well. Um, but if I'm not grateful, loving, and serving, uh, I don't I don't really get anywhere else. But again, foundational building blocks. So you know, bigger bigger is good too. You know, yeah. it makes us perfectly uncomfortable and makes us strive for more, which is great. Yeah. Well, so then. Um, the follow-on to that, which is kind of your check-in is if you, once you've defined those three words for yourself. So like for me, I actually have them on the, on my computer monitor, on a sticky note. So I have to look at them every day. And as you're going through your day, making decisions, making choices, taking action, um, reflecting on those three words is what you're doing, Mm. living up to the three words that you came up with. And I even, and this is a, this is another Brendan Burchard technique that he teaches all the time uh, and other people now teach it too, but I have uh, alarms on my phone that Mm -hmm. send me um, messages throughout the day that have my three words in them. So it's a constant reminder uh, that that's how I want to show up in the world, right? Transformative, inspiring, and bold. And it is so powerful in the middle of the day when you're having a bad day or stressful and then your, your phone just dings and you look at it and then those three words show up and you're like, okay, I am not being that right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, I, I think that we attach um, actions to feelings, right. And so kind of picking up on that thought, 
um, for for other, for our listeners too, and just for us to be able to kind of go back and forth on a little bit is, um, yes, the idea of of having a purpose is is something that I think we can all relate to, but living a life of purpose on purpose, like how can we? So when we attach a feeling to something, it becomes more, right? So how would you say that you actually feel when you are being those three words? What is thought process? What's the behavior? What's the thought pattern? How's your habit formation? All those things. Uh, when I am being those three things, I feel empowered. Mm-hmm. I feel good. I feel joy. Um, I feel excitement. My whole energy changes. You know, I, I mean, I'm a big believer. Everything is energy, right? And how you show up in the world on a, you know, day by day, minute by minute, really, you know, your, your energy dictates how other people receive you, you know, when you walk in a room, what energy are you walking in with? So are you walking in with transformative, inspiring and bold? Are you walking in with, man, it's been a long day. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, it's a whole different energy that comes off your body when you, when you walk in a room and how people receive you and respond to you uh, is, is definitely uh, dictated by that. Don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, and it's something to where, again, people talk about your energy introduces yourself well before you say anything, right. When you walk into a room and it's not arrogance, it's not confidence, but it is when you feel like you're being those three things you just think differently, you walk differently, you interact with people differently, then, you know, and it's almost like that state of abundance, that that state of, um, you know, outgoing energy, as opposed to holding energy, which is often that, man, it's been a long day. Like, that's not a forward thought, that's a reflective thought, right? So it's hard for us to move forward in front of others, when we're actually moving backwards inside ourselves. And, and that's that's a shift. You need to say that again. That's really deep. <laughs> I just said it's harder for us to move forward towards others when we're actually just going backwards inside. Hmm. So if you think about the I just anxiety. need to write that down. That's a TJ float right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just came up. I don't know. It just came through. It's uh it's it's definitely one of those things we, you know, when you're around those people, you bring it out, you know. And I think um, you know, when you when you say your three words too, it's also um, it's not boastful, right? It's, it's just a matter of, and, and the, what changes is you start to recognize some of those things about other people. And when we can appreciate those things about other people, instead of that, like I just said, holding back and reflecting back, that's where regret and shame and worry and anxiety live, Right. Well, thinking forward and looking forward is where that anticipation and optimism and gratitude and servitude and all of that lives yeah. because we're in a state of abundance as, as opposed to the state of lack. Um, but yeah, so that's just what your little comment is in your three made me think about is we want to be around the people that bring that out in us. And so when do you feel at your best, right? That's kind of the thought, like you, like your coach said, when do you feel at your best? I think it's simply when I'm being those three things. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I'm, I'm going to latch on to your comment about, you know, the reflective and looking back because I, I have, and I have never really been able to articulate it, but I'm one of those people that 
I don't like to relive, rehash days. So it's kind of a, a pet peeve, if you will, when, when from, I'm talking to somebody and they're like, oh, well, how was your day? Well, I'm already, I've already moved on. You know, I've, my, in my brain, I'm already forward looking. And I, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I just don't rehash if I've had a stressful day and I just, it's, it's done. And I've taken the lessons from it. And I'm, I've already moved on to tomorrow because there's nothing I can do about whatever's occurred today. You know, the only thing I'll, I'll take a moment to reflect on, and I do this intentionally, is successes. And I do that privately and inside because one of the things that we never, you know, do well for ourselves is acknowledge and celebrate our own, you know, accomplishments and successes, however small, honestly, you know, it, if I think back to our conversation on courage in the last episode, and I, I mentioned having challenging conversations, mm-hmm. you know, if I had, if I had one found the courage to do it, then um, at the end of the day, I reflect back and like, you know what? Good job. Good job, Sandy. You handled that really well. And I, I'm, not, I'm not talking out loud. I could, but I don't, it's just kind of an internal, you know, pat on the back. Um, to celebrate the fact that I, that I did it. So that's really my only thing that I, that I do in the reflective way, but it's just kind of always forward thinking. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's a, it's a validation of effort, mm-hmm. right? Because if we don't appreciate, and I'm not necessarily going to rank small versus large successes, mm-hmm. um, because again, in our brain, it minimizes the, the success in general. So, but if we think, all of our successes are small because of the amount of success we know we're capable of. We're never going to actually feel like anything's a large accomplishment because we're going to feel like it's a small one because we have another one. I love what you think. (laughs) So it's being grateful for the success and giving yourself the credit to overcome maybe, you know, maybe the need for courage or maybe overcome adversity or, just even like we've talked about moving some things out of the way, because once you start to affirm that you're that type of person, purpose shows up. Mm-hmm. And then when purpose shows up, you, you, you kind of then reinforce, wait a minute, I'm able to overcome, endure and, and move forward. But that whole idea of I'm not going to be happy until, right. That's what this, this episode for me is all about is choosing happiness on purpose, not waiting like this pursuit of happiness as in you're not happy now, but when you get somewhere, you will be. I love that it's a topic because it cultivates this conversation, but that's actually that again, finding the courage versus having like realizing your courage. So this is kind of one of those moments too, where happiness is a choice. Happiness is a decision, right? And sometimes it's momentary, but joy, joy is what I'm in the game for. Yeah, me too. I love that word. I so love that word. You know, yeah. And you can have joy regardless of the circumstances going on. I mean, because we all have the ups and downs and, you know, Mm -hmm. but if you have a very focused purpose, I mean, I I believe that you have the ability to deal with, you know, whatever's happening, but still feel on the inside that peace and, and, and just, well, happiness and joy. I prefer joy. It's a little stronger, but you know, we're happy on purpose because, you know, people say happy all the time, but joy is really the deep soul, deep 
feeling, you know, that we strive for and, and you can really have, I believe you can have it regardless of life circumstances. So yeah, question yeah, for you. So yeah. the, um, I mean, when we, when we kind of planned out the notes for the show, we talked about how to, at one strategy for defining the purpose, did you do that? Or do you have your own purpose statement already in place or, you know, what, what is that for you? Yeah, so I've had to simplify my purpose statement because my purpose statement kind of becomes my purpose paragraph all of a sudden. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> right? right, but you know you what I've learned? To do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what I've learned is um, speaking a purpose doesn't require instant validation and proof that it is a purpose. So when I simply say my purpose is to make this world a more grateful place, I used to say by and because and how and why, but it was actually me like really telling you that that's my purpose and how I'm going to do it so that you believe that it's also my purpose. But once I just realized that I know to make this world a more grateful place, that's what wakes me up. That's what inspires me. I'll take care of all the other stuff. Yeah. So it's literally just a statement, actually. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It's so, a, little simple, a little clean, but it motivates me. So hey, it, it, you know what? Works. And that that's what works for you. And that's super important. And I love that. So my little exercise that I went through on the purpose statement is a little more detailed because my brain mm-hmm. works that way. Um, the intent of it, though, really isn't to like prove or show to other people. It's um, something that I just keep. Uh, I actually keep it right on my computer. So I, again, have to look at it every day and it's, um, it has three parts. Um, it reminds me, um, who I want to be and then what, um, I want to do. And then, so that, or the why, why I want to do it. So, so things I'd like my purpose statement. Um, I want them, I want it to remind me of who I want to be in the world and what I want to do in the world and why I want to do it. Did I say that clearly? That's kind of a lot, but one more time. This one's too important to think we got it. Right, right, right. Okay. So I want my purpose statement to remind me who I want to be, what I need to do to be that, and then um, the why, right? Why or so that I can have this outcome. So let me, I'll read you um, what mine is so that then it'll make sense. So the purpose of my life is to be fully present with gratitude and joy. And then to do, to learn, give, impact, connect, and role model, living every day to its fullest. And then the why, so that I can inspire other souls to live their best lives, act boldly, be better, do better, and feel beautiful and strong because I believe everyone has a gift to share with the world. So it's long, but it has the be. So to be fully present, being present is really important to me. That's one of the big things in my life that I, I, when I'm, when I'm with someone, you know, that I'm, I'm there, you know, I'm not distracted. I'm not looking around. I'm not engaged. And it's super important to me to be present Um, with gratitude and joy. There's that word again. And then the two, learn, give, impact, connect, and role model. Those are the things that I want to do. Um, Role model, living every day to its fullest. And then so that I can inspire other people. 
that's the the why to live their best lives act boldly do better feel beautiful and strong because everyone has something to contribute so and empower people so yeah i mean that was kind of the exercise i went through in my purpose statement and i just have it up in my in my office every day i read it every single day mm-hmm. and um you know i don't have it out there no one else sees it but it just reminds me how I want to show up in the world and what I want to accomplish and how I want to accomplish it. So anyway, that's the exercise and I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put a link. So if anybody wants to try to go through that um, for themselves to create a purpose statement, and then maybe you can take that and then simplify it down, you know, condense it down to like a TJ model. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, and I think you and I both, I mean, obviously, this is not rehearsed. This is not planned. I mean, that's just two authentic people giving authentic responses, you know, and I think, yeah. you know, truthfully, Sandy, hearing yours, um, I guarantee you there's listeners that are like, oh, man, like I was totally ready for TJ's six words, but I'm not sure that I was right. But it's it's so great to know that the purpose statement that brings us closer to fulfilling that purpose is unique to whatever you want it to be. Now, obviously um, your model, the way that you do it, it invokes different things, right? And I've been on my journey doing different things for a while and that's where I've simplified it down to, right? So when somebody says, what do you like to do? Or what do you want to do? Or what brings you the most joy, right? And it's making people feel and recognize gratitude in their lives. Yeah. So, but it kind of becomes something to where we, um, we can overthink and think that your purpose statement needs to sound like mine or sound like yours, which neither of which is true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) It needs to fit you. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, I think that's the, because it's your purpose. Mm -hmm. So that needs to be your statement. Yeah. So either way, pick a method. There's probably uh, 17 other methods to find one. Don't Google it. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Google it. Go to the show notes though. I mean, I'll put this in yeah. the show notes and I'll take you back to the website and I'll have a resource that you can download and, um, you know, some other stuff that you might find helpful with purpose, yeah. but, you know, it's coming back to it. I think purpose also goes back to clarity, which we've talked about. And, uh, ultimately when I'm, um, trying to figure out things to say yes to, right? Because all these opportunities present themselves and they're all opportunities, but what's really driving me toward my big goal that um, is purpose-driven. So having that kind of clarity around your purpose helps you manage, you know, the things that you say yes to and how you manage your time on a daily basis. Purpose is important. It's about how you live your life. And then I would encourage you um, to not keep it a secret with your loved ones your spouse, you know, significant other, your family, you know, they should know what your purpose is and hopefully support it. You know what? But even if they don't, it doesn't matter. It's your purpose. It's your life. Yeah. Well, and I think that's something too, is it allows us to, um, you know, pursuing a life of um, purpose on purpose, secretly, quietly, right? It's slowly, but surely, um, diminishes our belief that it's actually our purpose, you know? And so like being able to share that, sharing it to share it, not sharing it to validate it, you know? So like sharing it with people that you love because they love you and you love them 
without needing them to say, oh my gosh, how can I help her? Oh my gosh, that's incredible. Right. And, and then asking people to here's here's what I need from you, whatever it may be. Right. Because there's a lot of people, um, you know, in my family, um, they're super supportive and, and they understand kind of what the general. Right. I mean, why I'm wearing the shirt and what the logo is all about, like they get it. But like to feel to feel the feeling I have, of like why I have to do this, why I must do this. Oftentimes, I think when we communicate our purpose, we want someone else to believe in it as much as we do, and they don't, but that's because it's not their purpose. So it doesn't diminish your ability to do it because you'll have people say, well, that you can't do that. There's no way. Well, and that's okay. They're just kind of really more projecting their own beliefs and their abilities on their ability to accomplish your purpose, which again, all of that doesn't make sense, right? And yeah, so- I'm glad you got <laughs> so sharing it to share it with people that you love and just let them love on you, however that may be, you know, and if they say, well, I don't think that's possible and say, oh, that's okay. Like, I'm not, I'm not here for that. I'm just sharing it because you matter to me. And I'm grateful that I have you on my journey while I pursue my purpose. Like that frees them from feeling like they have to support you and encourage you and challenge you and ask you, you know, you don't need that from everybody. Um, but man, sharing that with people that you love it brings out the best in you. And honestly, they'll slowly start to see that you just shared it to share it without expectation. And then they'll give more of themselves. And then they'll probably think about their purpose too, because they'll see what it does for you. Yeah. It's amazing when you start talking about purpose and, and when you share your purpose, even if they might not admit it, you know, they're thinking about it. Right. Sure, sure. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and I think it's, it's something too, to write down, um, but writing down your purpose, it's really easy to think about it, right? But like you've already mentioned, writing it down and you said nobody sees it, nobody, you know, it's one of those things, but just the power of it becoming real on a piece of paper. Yeah, absolutely. Just, and not great. just writing it down, but posting it where you are going to see it every yeah. day. It's a constant reminder because it's so easy to get lost or absorbed in, you know, the minutia of life and the, you know, the, the, the poles on your time and attention and energy and emotions, you know, but if you have a place to come back and you always see that purpose in front of you, that reminder is just really good, really good for, you know, your soul and for your intention and for your energy and, you know, brings you back into focus when you've lost focus. So I would encourage you after you have written yours down, post it somewhere where you can, you know, and I, I actually have mine um, on the side of my computer tower. <laughs> so, nice. you know, it's not like up on the wall. So when I have a meeting, <laughs> you know, I don't creep people out because, you know, I've got this big purpose statement written on my wall. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Cause that's okay too. But for me, yeah. cause mine's kind of long, a little involved, a little personal, um, I just have it, you know, discreetly where it's, it's, it's really in front of me. Um, but you know, not intrusive on, on, uh, others because it's, it's meant for me. Um, yeah. yeah, but I do look at it every day. So, yeah, that's great. You know, and I, and I, and it's such a great reminder too, because I think when you come across people that are living kind of like that purpose driven, super clear, you know, we, when we're not that right? We kind of start to lose sense that maybe we can become that or maybe get back to that. 
you know, and, and so it's something of like that daily reminder and listening for all the listeners, just understanding the things that we talk about are things that we have grown through. We focus on, we haven't done well with, um, you know, but it's just like this constant pursuit of, of learning and growing and grace and, and all the different things, you know, because it's something that um, who we become along the way of this pursuit of the purpose. Um, you hear this by every single successful person ever. Who you become along the way is actually more important than who you are at the end because of who you, how you impact, the influence you, like all the different people that you influence or the, the contributions. Because if you think about it, Every single one of us is in service to the rest of us in some way, shape, or form. Even if you, and I was just even like, I really resonated a lot on that thought. I thought who, like Steve Jobs, for example, he didn't necessarily come out saying I'm serving you all, but think about the way he's changed the world by serving his time, his effort, his energy, by doing everything he did, you know? So somebody you wouldn't think led with a servant mindset served this world in a new way, right? And we all serve each other in some way, but that, I mean, again, some of the gratitude, right? So when we're in a state of gratitude, um, that's why it's so close to my purpose for me. That's why one of those, when I'm those three words, um, but that's where we start to give more. And when we give more, we start to recognize more around us. And that can sometimes nudge us to our purpose. And then when we start saying things like we get to do things instead of have to do things, hear yourself, hear the way that you talk about opportunities, because that may actually point you in the direction of a purpose. Yeah, yeah I couldn't agree more. It's so good. Yeah, you're, I love you. I love talking to you. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, uh, and I appreciate that. And I, and, you know, and it's something too, it's, uh, it's a journey that I've been on. And what I just said is exactly what I did, you know, and I want the rest of the world. That's when I say to make the world a more grateful place. That's simply kind of what it is, is just helping people realize, you know, and it, uh, I'm excited too. And, and, you know, seeing the energy I get just even from you, as you kind of like acknowledge and hear this stuff is, is super exciting for me. And I hope that obviously the listeners you know, the goal really, when you have a podcast that's 20, 30 minutes, however long, is to gain some insight, you know? Um, but again, one thing that we've always promised everybody is, is okay, I've listened, now what? So what do you think? What do you think the now what the take action step is yeah, that the listeners, I, when they get done, they can start doing? I think the now what is to put some thought into what is your purpose and, you know, I outlined an exercise that I use to come up with a purpose statement, which, you know, I'll put in the show notes that you can go back to, but whatever method works for you, um, you know, the method's really irrelevant, but just come up with something. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be perfect. Write something down. What is your purpose? And then you can refine it. You know, you can refine it as, as you, you know, just go through the day, reflect on what you've written. And I, I think it'll expand, right? You, you, <laughs> I struggled with mine the first time. I think it took me four or five iterations and, you know, it, and it's still evolving, but I can tell you that I, I, I initially did this exercise about 18 months ago. And it wasn't that prior to that, I was going through life without a purpose. 
but I was going through life without one that I could articulate. I just mm-hmm. felt like I felt like I wanted to make an impact and my, my daily activities, you know, volunteering and, and coaching and teaching and, you know, the things I do to help business owners and stuff. So it was coming out, but mm-hmm. it didn't drive me. Um, it was sort of, I don't know if reactive is the right word because I, I've always been intentional about what I'm doing, but when I wrote it down and really put some thought into it, now it drives me. Now it gives me direction and focus on everything that I'm doing. I have extreme clarity on exactly what I want to accomplish with my life. Um, and in the, the purpose statement is no different than what I've always felt, but it's powerful now because it's written down. I've articulated it and I review it every single day and it gives me absolute clarity for the rest of my life. Yeah. 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 Do you mind if I share one more thought that yeah, when you were speaking there made me really yeah. think about? So we often go through through life. So even if we make this purpose statement, you know, we go through life then doing things that we feel like we should do. But that ultimate shift to when you really know it's your purpose, when it becomes the things you must do. Like your non-negotiables, not your obligations but things that you must do because of the opportunity and you feel like you've been given something, you've been given a specific gift, a direction, a sense of something that you need to give back to the rest of the world. You need to do something with, you know, and not live in that state of, I wish I would have and live in that place of, I'm glad I get to. And I then that, that, those non-negotiables that you said. Yeah, that, that's super powerful. Yeah, it's yeah. your non-negotiables. Your purpose is absolutely your non-negotiables. So yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, that's really powerful. I'm going to write that one down. Myself. Yeah. <laughs> We're recording it. So hopefully somebody writes it down. I know, right? <laughs> one person. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but yeah, so just thinking about that, right? And the things that, you know, we think about when it's quiet and things that, you know, when we reflect a lot, but it becomes that must, that must list. And um, things that you won't uh, sacrifice or put off or, you know, uh, and not having that sense of um, doubt or worry or whatever it may be. But it's really you find courage when you're pursuing your purpose. And, and again, happiness, right? Being happy on purpose. It seems like it's very intentional, you know, and, and I think the thing is too, kind of talking about that point you made in the very beginning around joy and happiness, it's hard to find joy without allowing ourselves to feel happiness. It's like running before we crawl. So like, if you feel happy and not joy yet, like keep going, right? It's smiling and laughing, they come together. But you have to first recognize that you have happiness first and then start doing more of those things that bring you that happiness on purpose. I love that, I love that. And the purpose statement will drive you to do it. I, yep. I, I guarantee you, you write it down. You're going to, you're going to have so much clarity in your life and the direction you want to go. And, uh, you know, happiness is a natural byproduct and joy is a natural byproduct of that. Yep. All right. Well, yeah. TJ, let's go be happy on purpose. All right. Let's do it. I love it. Thank you. All I right. appreciate that. That was great. See you next time. All right. You've been listening to the Happy on Purpose podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, 
on purpose, I would encourage you to go to happyonpurpose.com forward slash two, where you can see the show notes for this episode and download our template for defining your purpose, as well as some other resources around purpose that we really think you'll enjoy. See you next week.